gaming podcast for gamers like you. Joining me this week is Curlin. Hey, what's going on? And Logan. Hey. Hello. Hello. Well, I hope you all had a great week. I hope you had a great uh, Thanksgiving, Curlin. Yeah, yeah, I did. It was pretty busy. We, um, um, my pops had like this, this uh, guys' day or whatever. So we went down to his property, um, in uh, South Georgia and uh, well, Southeast Georgia, and you know, did the typical guys hang out, open fire, cooking, hunting, talking trash, fishing, you know, that type of thing. And that was cool. Oh, that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. And uh. Came back home, wifey had tidied up the house and everything, and I was like, hey, kind of great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me this week, I didn't do much. I've been trying my hand at rank in League of Legends. It's going poorly. Bronze won, but it's been like five plus years since I've really played rank, so I'll take it. And um, Phasmophobia, they've been adding some like new updates to the game and making it a lot spookier. So I feel like it's been so often that I've been playing it just a couple times a week, but every time I'm playing it now, like there's new little details being added and it like, it starts to get really spooky, but I've been enjoying it. Yeah, um, I haven't played it yet, but uh, some of my friends from Twitch play it and like it, we've got some, some really good jump scares out of, out of that game. It's been hilarious. <laughs> I finally figured out how to hide because <laughs> I would just kind of like run and stand by the door, like try and open it. Uh, mm -hmm. But I finally figured it out, so that was kind of nice to not die for once. Um, so what did you get up to this week, Curlin? Um, For me, it was mostly, I, I, I did a, a, a live stream or two this week. Uh, tried to play some Saints Row the Third Remaster, and that was disastrous. And I couldn't tell whether it was um, like my machine, which I kind of doubt, or if it was Epic Game Store. And I'm leaning more towards the Epic Game Store. Um, for whatever reason, the, the the machine would, I mean, the the game would start, and then some random ass uh, Windows servers would just automatically eat up hundred percent of the CPU, and there would really wasn't uh, any other way around it. So I wind up. Uh, putting that aside and playing some more Forza Horizon 5. And uh, after that was done, you know, I, I worked on my setup a little bit. I put my lights up and tied it up a little bit. Did some cable management, but that's about it. It looks really good. Oh, I'm trying to pull it up so I can at least briefly show it on the stream. It looks really good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I still got uh, some, some more stuff to do, um, but it's a start. You know, you got to start somewhere. Oh, I like it. Mm -hmm. The only thing I have interesting behind me is a sleeping cat on the bed. But Usually with me, it would be a blank wall. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, if I'm going to do this Twitch thing, I at least got to make myself look halfway interesting, you know? So. Oh, I like it. What about you, Logan? Uh, well, I did my Christmas shopping here. So I got my After Eights and my Turtles and my uh, 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 Almond Roca and my chocolate covered almonds so i got most of my christmas shopping done oh, i love me some turtles like i will devour turtles like no other uh but i didn't even do too much gaming this week um yeah it was a, a super tight week with work and a bunch of other stuff going on so i 
played a few matches of StarCraft here and there. I uh, toured around in, in uh, Forza Horizon 5 for a little bit with my watch my son play. Played a, a fair bit of Borderlands 2 with him. Uh, and then decorated for the holidays and just sort of cleaned up, tidied up, and did some more stuff. I still got, I mean, we'll talk about this later, I've still got some uh, more storage to throw in my PS5, and I haven't even gotten to that yet. And I've had that for a good eight or nine days now. Mm. Oh, I love the tree in the background. That's really pretty. We oh, yeah, got that. Just put that up today. Yeah. Well, I feel like it's been a kind of slow week for all of us, and I feel like that's kind of followed through with the news. Um, who remembers this? Pulling it up here. Epic Sax Guy. Someone's trolling me. <laughs> I saw the preview, and I'm like, well, I gotta click it now. But I feel like it's mildly appropriate for this week. Um... <laughs> The 2021 Golden Glow Stick winners. I did not pay attention to this, but I was intrigued by some of the winners. Yeah, I'm pulling it up now. Um, I want to say that I clicked through this uh, these nominations, and um, I pretty much voted Deathloop for anything that I could, because um, I've been having a lot of fun with that game, and it's I think it's highly underrated. But you know. Um, they got some uh, some other pre pretty good other other titles in here. Like I see, Life is Strange, Resident Evil Eight, Ghost of Tsushima, Best Gaming Hardware is the PlayStation Five, Studio of the Year is Capcom. Well, I don't know about that. What did they do this year? Capcom, uh, mm -hmm. Resident Evil Eight for sure. Right. I'm scrolling through the nominations and I'm trying to pair up with what was nominated for. Like their competitors and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like some of these I feel very appropriate. Like when I see um, the best gaming community go to Final Fantasy 14, I'm like, you know, okay, that feels really appropriate because you could be a new player in that game and you will have a flood of people like ready and willing to help you and happy to help you yeah um, like yeah. It, it's so hard and so freaking rare to come across like a salty person i'm um, sure it happens in a lot of uh duty finders but like usually the majority of the group will be like shut up so. <laughs> yeah but yeah, um some of this like, i can't believe that uh forza horizon 5 did not I don't mind it not winning, but didn't get nominated. Um, I, I don't, was it even on there? That's the thing, because I mean, it, it, it probably it seemed like it launched like as these nominations were going on, or right after the nominations were up and they chose. The, the nominations came up like a week or two after, so it, it made it in by a good couple weeks. Oh, okay. But it's like, yeah, I, I feel that was a swing and a miss, and I get that there's a huge argument against. The genre right of, of just racing because it doesn't do anything to uh expand the gaming world right it, there's no new mechanics it doesn't do anything about that there's something like that right like sports games right would you ever consider a sports game as game of the year i think it's been 15 years since that's been the thing but uh, I, I think it can be it, it depends on how they built it that's the thing you know it depends on how they built it. Yeah, um, I, I feel this could have been a strong contender. I mean, it's good. It's insanely good. Yeah, I've been having fun with it. Um, 
I, I still wish that they would have put out Forza Motorsport 8 for uh, sim types, but you know they're going to cater to the larger audience. So, I mean, what can you do? Um, but yeah, um, it, it's it's been it's been it's been pretty fun. Yeah. See, the last one I remember, and I'm gonna have to look this up, was uh, Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk Skate Game. And I can't remember if it was one or it happened to be two. But I think that fits the bill of what I was saying because uh, a skateboarding game back then was new. It was like um, it was like Steep. I think Steep was a really good game because it was genre expanding, right? To have mm -hmm. those extreme sports in there. Uh, Forza is just more racing, but my God, is it's it's so slick. It's so amazing. It's it's absolutely gorgeous too, like phenomenally gorgeous. Uh, yep. Um, let me see. Oh, um, I, 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 I like how they how they also included it in the Game Pass if you had that, which is uh, a pretty but boom, pretty big boon for people that uh, you know that that didn't want to shell out the sixty to a hundred dollars for for the game itself. That's so, me. That, yeah, that's why I'm playing it because it's it's on part of the Game Pass. Mm -hmm. Um, and I I get. Sorry, I'm going to switch gears for half a second because this is an example of it's too late. But uh, have you had a chance to try xCloud yet? Um, yes. Yes, I, I was sitting here on my computer and I was like, huh, let me see what, what this cloud thing looks like on a PC. And I started up uh, Halo 5 and I was like, oh, okay, so they're not pushing 4K out. It's only 1080p. And... Uh, you know, on a 1440p screen, it just looked okay. Yeah. Know? Because because the uh, the UI didn't scale. So. Yeah. Yeah. But here's my thing: is XCloud with a Series S box? I think that. Oh my God! That so to get XCloud, you've got your Xbox Ultimate Game Pass. So you've got your huge library. So you've got your your XCloud games with that cheap so uh, um. Uh, console that to me is is pc hardware of the year or xcloud should be i'm not sure how to delineate between that but I, so i tested at xcloud for a good couple hours and i was blown away i'm like yeah this this works like this streaming now works and so uh seeing ps5 i'm like yeah so um i wouldn't know how to do it but i think that in my opinion if i had to vote right now for hardware of the year I'd have to either vote for S or X Cloud, but because of that that partnership between them and the use case of it, just I think is like I, I I can't talk because I'm speechless as to that kind of value now. Like it's thirty percent less than a Series X. Play all the games you want, you're still getting 1080p. Oh yeah, I love it, and I get that a hundred percent. Hey, but you're playing you're playing digital. You don't own anything. I agree, but when you have that volume of catalog for someone like me who all jump around all the time i'm like yeah i'm okay with that in this instance I, yeah oh go ahead oh i'm sorry i was just gonna cut in because i keep looking back and forth between this list and i think having certain categories like best gaming hardware like it's just kind of silly when you only have like nintendo like switch playstation 5 xbox like you know there's only like three four contenders hold on what was on the list but one of these winners i'm not surprised by was maggie robertson uh lady d like everybody went nuts and i really want to play resident evil village so i'm sorry 
Yeah, I want to play that too. I, I think I think I picked it up on either on PC or PlayStation. It was one of them, but I plan on playing it on stream. I'm hoping to pick it up before the autumn sale ends. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get like these awards are always um, argumentative. I was going to say divisive. They're not divisive. They're just very subjective. But man, like, I don't know. I just, I feel they're going the wrong way with some of them. So you look at uh, the ultimate game of all time award. How do you have Space Invaders, Pac-Man, Tetris, Super Mario 64, and Dark Souls wins? I'm sorry, but without those first four and almost in that exact order you don't have dark souls you have it, to establish your base first that that tells me that it was probably younger people that that put the most votes in yeah yeah because it'd be like pac-man like why would i want to play something with this this uh uh greater than sign you know like eating little dots and, <laughs> <laughs> like, like that the yeah. hell is this like Give me some Fortnite. <laughs> I, I can't remember if I said it here last week, but when you do uh, top 100 games of all time or top 10 games of all time, there are some games that you don't even put in that list because they are the the upper echelon. It's that that's just they're the pantheon, right? Minecraft, yeah. mm-hmm. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, uh, Super Mario. They're, they're the pantheon. They're just they're above a ranking list. Like you, you can't compare. Minecraft to Pac-Man, right? But when it comes to top games of all time, yep, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, Tetris, no doubt at all. So that's why, like, they're in the pan. They shouldn't even be on this list. They should be, they instead of this list, they should have the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And they should seed it as well. Sorry, go ahead, yeah. Oh, I was going to just agree with you. Like, I think a Hall of Fame would kind of feel a bit more appropriate and better than this ultimate game of ultimate game of all time and then next year you're gonna have another ultimate game of all time it's like okay mm-hmm. i think they should seed it with everything prior to the year 2000 and i don't mean seed it with all the games that came from the year 2000 i mean pick your games prior to the year 2000 that should be in there and seed it with that because there's no sense in having this i just think a lot of these are a little silly pretty silly and this is why i don't watch stuff like the Golden Glow Stick Awards because one, it's a panel of, of people that kind of decide what goes on here, and I, I kind of find it questionable, you know, why these people get a, a nomination. Half of this stuff, um, but then just some of these categories like Nintendo Game of the Year, Xbox Game of the Year, like everybody needs their own special category to feel special. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's 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 hyper subject, uh, subjective, and I'm willing to bet that most of of the the nominees are probably those panelists' favorite games. So, either that or, or like high sellers or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean you can't always rule out the possibility that you know marketing and whatnot. Like it's much like the Oscars when you're yeah. pushing for stuff like this. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, right? I want to see the criteria. I want the list of criteria. I want the weighting. Because I completely agree. The way it's sold needs to be a metric. But it shouldn't be 100%. But it needs to have some sort of weighted weighted value to it, right? The game that sold the most copy of all times, Pantheon, right there. It's in the Pantheon. right? You can't have the highest selling game of all time and it not be in the Pantheon. But I want to know what else. 
Um, Batman. Batman, I think it was Arkham Asylum, won Game of the Year one year. But that's because you've heard me talk about this week over week. When I look at an action game and uh, that's got some fighting in it, I compare it to Batman because it was groundbreaking action at the time. Like the, the, the mechanism at which they implemented their, their combat system, phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. And, and that's why, like, you know, so there's another metric. Do they have anything that's groundbreaking? Again, we're getting subjective here, but who knows, right? Yep, more or less. At least Cyberpunk didn't show up on any list, so. <laughs> oh, yes. That was a relief. Then I would really have some questions then. So, <laughs> um, Dragon Avenue director leaves Bioware? Or Dragon Ave? Dragon, Dragon Age. Oh, Age. I'm sorry. That, that was put yeah. Ave. I'm sorry. This is bad. This is very bad. This is, this is a senior guy. I don't know if he was the guy in charge, but he's at least senior. Um, and he left and the, uh, announcement that went out from both parties, you know, a mutually, um, mutual decision to part ways. We know that wasn't mutual. Some shit, shit fuckery was going on. And in a game like this, nope, sorry. I'm unfortunate. I'm, I shed a tear when I read this news. Yeah. I was like, Oh no, <laughs> like, <laughs> like this can't be good, but. I, don't know, I guess we'll see what what happens next. Yeah, reading that statement, it's very uh, very short. It's like makes you wonder, like, oh, I, what happened? I don't think any of us know. And he's nope. senior creative director, so I, I'm just assuming it's creative differences and the direction of the game. Yeah, but I feel like the statement could have been on better terms then, because that's just a very uh, direct statement compared to what I've you know, usually have come out in the past couple of years. I wonder if it's something as obvious as microtransactions. Mm-hmm. I do not know. I'm against those. I hate them so much. Yeah. I bet you we will find out, though, in the next six months. Probably yeah. so. Epic acquires harmonics. Yeah. About, I, I, I mean, I'm not a rock band fan, but I'm like, they don't need to be getting their hands on freaking anything these days. It's like stick to building your engine and yeah. I've yeah. never I've never heard of the band. Um I I'm gonna be curious to see what this I'll call it partnership, what comes out of this partnership. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm chuckling over here. They're not a band. They created the game rock band. Oh, right. oh, we were. Ta- oh, okay, we were talking about it earlier. Like they were. Ban- I'm so sorry. So I was. That's I was so I'm confused. I'm like, oh my god. I'm yeah. Sorry. So, I mean, you remember? Do you remember when Rock Band came out? That yeah. was the shit. People were going wild. Yeah, like forever ago. But you know, if it wasn't like, for like amplitude or um, frequency, we wouldn't have Rock Band. Like those, like yeah, earlier ones. So I'm not sure what they're gonna do with that. Like to me, Rock Band. I wouldn't call it dead, but compared to what it once was, like it's um, it's like World of Warcraft, right? It's it's still a beast. It's still a great thing, but it's nowhere near the the pinnacle it once was. I feel like it's just kind of one of those games. There's only so many times that you can redo it. Sure, you can add new songs to it. You could add like maybe some different avatars, but you can't really just go outside of just playing music. There's nothing more you can really add. 
And so I, I, yeah. I quickly see how like that type of game can fall off. But I think like if they were to stuck with something in a five year period and then you have five years of songs to add, then, you know, every five years kind of refreshes the image in the public mind and not every year what they were pumping out. Yeah. Yeah. Still a great party game, though. Mm-hmm. Such a great party game. I remember playing that at uh, work Christmas parties right up but, until uh, somebody got too competitive. Oh, uh, Rock Band? Yes. Uh, well, yeah, I can kind of see that because you can make it into a party game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're creating a metaverse. A Rock Band metaverse. Oh, God, one of these. Uh, they're going to partner with Facebook. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be called Fourth and Fifth Life. Please, no. <laughs> um, in the last kind of little bit of news, there is a new Marvel MMO in the works. So the devs behind DC Universe Online are working on a MMO. I didn't know this. This is the very first time I heard this. It was literally 30 minutes ago. Um, do you remember the last Marvel MMO? I can't remember what it was called. I don't. It was it was five years ago, six years ago. I don't. I don't know how you pull. I never. I didn't know there was one before. But I'm like, I don't know how you would kind of pull in like an MMO. It was Marvel's Marvel Heroes from 2016, and I gotta say, it was really good, really good. Um, they to me the microtransactions in it were were implemented in the best kind of way where you buy costumes. You just buy a different look. Um, but it was a multiverse kind of implementation, right? So that's how they explained all the different characters having multiple iterations of them. Combat, I thought, was great. Story, I thought, was pretty good. I really enjoyed playing that. I, I really shed a tear when it went under. Um, that, I thought, was a really great uh, competitor to City of Heroes. Oh, so you would play as a superhero. You wouldn't create your own superhero. Correct. Okay, because yeah. I'm trying to wrap my head around like you creating your own personal superhero. I'm like, what would you do like class-wise and whatnot? Yeah, no, it was it was so good. I'm man, I'm sad now, reminding myself over how good this was, and I can't play it anymore. So, what did y'all end up getting for Black Friday? Girls, um, what'd you get? Um, I wound up uh, ordering my Rodecaster Pro. Um, it was regular price. It wasn't any uh any discount or anything, but it was free shipping and stuff so i was like yeah and um wife was like you should go ahead and order it and just get it and i was like don't have to tell me twice (laughs) what are you you plugging that into well it's going to plug into this mic here and it's uh like a mixer board usb interface and it'll it'll connect to the computer but uh i have like sound pads i can do multiple mics i can get more mics and do an offline podcast recorded right there on the device. Um, I can feed uh, other, uh, you know, music into the thing. Like say I can attach my phone and play Spotify off of there, you know, can have volume controls, all the other kind of stuff right there on the device, stuff like that. So yeah. Um, So that's going to be going to be cool for my, uh, for my Twitch stuff. So look forward to it. Yeah. It'll be awesome to see. I can't mm-hmm. wait to see you get it and what you, you do with play it. Play around with it, yeah. yeah. What about you, Logan? Uh, so yeah, everything that we talked about that I wanted to get last time, I sort of did. So I picked up a terabyte XPG uh, Gamex S70 for the PS5. And I got that sitting there. 
Um, and I, I still, from our discussion last week, I still got to look into the ups and ups and downs of not uh, putting the uh, heat sink panel back in place because of the, the um, height of the heat sink that's on this. Because we were talking about whether it might have a, a bad impact on it. So still looking into that. What else did I get? Uh, Corsair keyboard. I was looking at the K95, the K100, and I was looking at the Everest Core Max. Um, but then I sat and I'm like, look, what do I want? I want, I want bright lights. I want uh, cherry red for low activation. And I want a scroll bar for volume control. That's really all I want. I don't care about an LCD screen. I don't care about, um, you know, detachable numpad. I, I want a numpad. I want a, a full-size keyboard. Macro keyboard or macro keys. I, I've, I've had this keyboard literally for nine years and I've never used the macro keys once. So in yeah. the end, I just decided, screw it. I'm getting a K70. Yeah, I hardly ever use the macro keys on anything. I don't know whether I'm like sleeping or, or what, but. Yeah, I don't know. It just never does anything for me. On my keyboard, I have like the G6, G5, and I can never get them to program with anything. It's like mm. always the one, two, three, four, five. And yeah. I'm like, then why do I have these keys if these are the ones? And like, so I'm playing <laughs> left handed, and I wish it would start like one at the bottom and then go up. That would make more <laughs> sense for me. But, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Maybe if I played an MMO, it might. Right, but all the games I've played, I've never bought. Even with StarCraft, I've never bothered. And you'd think I'd uh, macro key in, good luck, have fun at the beginning. But no, I, I don't even bother to do that. So the K70 saved me a hundred Monopoly dollars, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'll go buy a couple cases of beer instead. There you go. <laughs> um, the the one guilty thing that I that I totally impulse bought was I bought a massage gun. A massage nice. gun. A massage gun. Alrighty, uh, just the thing, just jackhammers you, and because I'm, I'm my back has been killing me for years. I killed my back, unfortunately, with my son years ago, so chronic back problems. But so I've been pounding away trying to get back into shape, and so every morning just trying to get out of bed before everything loosens up. So I, wifey, you know, has got some fingernails, so can't get in there. I'm like, just take your hand and hammer on it. So I'm like, here, here's a gun. Just start shooting that thing. And then I know wifey doesn't listen to the podcast, so I'll tell her that I, I picked up a Vitamix blender for her <laughs> Black Friday style <laughs> on the cheap. So, yeah. I didn't get anything for Black Friday. I won't get anything for Cyber Monday. Uh, I, like I said, I do want to get um, at least Resident Evil 7 or Village before the autumn sale ends. So I'm just kind of debating which one I really want more. But I think I might go with 7 and just kind of pick up with that, what's his name, even... Ethan Winters, yeah, his story. I've got a couple things in my cart for my brother for Christmas, uh, but I haven't pulled the trigger yet. One of them happens to be Kingdoms of, Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning. Oh, yeah. Um, I installed it. It, it, it. it was on the PlayStation. I haven't started it yet to see what it looks like, but I'm curious now. It The storyline evolves quickly, but if you love a very, very deep verbose story with great voice acting the voice acting blew me away everything's voice act everything i'm like holy crap no wonder the company went under this this game should have gotten not an award but definitely a nomination for uh pushing the envelope right for trying out new stuff like damn they went they went ham mm -hmm. but when you try it let me know okay so going on to what are we streaming 
Logan. Are we gonna talk about this without Jim? Um, I, mean, I don't mind talking about a little bit of arcane, but I kind of want to have a nice big discussion when Jim's here. Okay, well, I, I finished arcane, and I'll give you this: I thought the uh, end of Act One, so Episode Three, I thought that was much much more shocking than how the entire series wrapped up. I'm sorry. Repeat that. My I cat thought, was eating my foot. Episode three, so that was the end of Act One. Yeah, was way more shocking than how the entire the entire season one wrapped up. Yeah, though I mean I think the ending I I was pretty surprised by that final cliffhanger. I was like, really, oh, yeah? really, you're gonna you're just gonna drop it there? Like I really kind of thought they were gonna semi wrap like the well, story of. I, I was surprised. Yeah, that it's funny because. The, the cynic in me is, well, obviously this has to happen for other things to happen. But then the, the other one, I'm like, yeah, but episode three. So <laughs> who knows? So, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, what's the what's season two timeline? Do you know? Oh, it will be a while. It probably won't even be to twenty late 2022 in my earliest guess. Maybe early 2023. It's only just started production. Yeah, Man. that's why I said like so late. So it will be a while. What is this? The 1980s? I want my all my seasons right now. Like you couldn't predict this was going to happen and you couldn't get started on season two already? Come Man. on. Um, yeah, overall, I, I was, I love, love a good story. I, I die for great character development and this has it. Um, like... I was going to say that one character arc, but there's three I can think of off the top of my head. Four now. I'm like, wow, that's, that was, yes, so well written, so solid. No plot holes. And, and the, the plot holes that there are, I don't care. I, I, I don't even ignore, I don't even see them because I'm like, oh. Um, go ahead. I was going to say, I feel like those plot holes are ones that are carrying over into the next season. So anything that's still lingering, I feel like is aiming to get wrapped up because I feel like they had a broader story planned. Um, but of course, they're waiting to see the reception <laughs> if they want to go forward or not. They had a broader storage plan, uh, story plan, and then the end of season one hit. <laughs> uh, I, I, it was so good, though. I have a question, and I hope this isn't spoilerish. So, uh, Victor, did he uh -huh. build that cube to start with? I call it a cube, but did he build that thing to start with? Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my hand. Like, I think that was something him and Jace, like, conceptually, like, both came up with. Um, like, Jace kind of started, and then Victor came in, like, because Jace was going to get kicked out for, like, his experiments. And Victor's yep. like, I think I can help you. And, like, you know, we could work well together. And so they came so up they, with oh, it together. Great, yeah. But then Jace started uh, doing some smooshing. And... Uh, <laughs> I know, but that's such a good character arc there. That just the transition I thought was so smooth. I I thought it was like for having that scene there, it was really beautifully done. My only one gripe is is there's no reason why her hair shouldn't have been messy. So <laughs> nice. That's that's um, kind of the one the one gripe I have. But I but overall I thought it was very tasteful and, and kind of really artistically done. So so then, and I, this might be the spoiler, but then what happens to it? Because you see it change, but I didn't realize it did change until after it changed. And I'm like, so what, what just happened? It's changing because organic material is mixing with it. Um, this is my guess. It's like organic material is starting to get introduced with it. 
and Victor's kind of augmenting himself to adapt to be able to withstand. So there, yeah. there's a, a broader change happening. So I'm just going to leave it in that. I, I think that Cube is just adapting to the organic material being introduced to it. Right, because that, like, and, and this was one of the minor plot holes that I, I didn't even realize until I sit and really think about it. When the later thing happens, I'm like, that was kind of big to what it was doing versus this. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I liked it. That, that's definitely a show I would watch again, uh, for sure. Especially before the, it, it's going to be when season two comes out, I'll be doing a rewatch of this from scratch. Oh, definitely. First. And I thought the music was really good, just all around. Um, yeah. What else did you get up to this week? Watch this week. Uh, White Collar with the family, Star Trek TNG for myself, Young Justice uh, season four, episode eight. Oh my gosh. This, again, so well written. Very, very adult without being too adult, um, which, you know, great, great thing that they're doing. And uh, Lucifer, another episode of Lucifer. So trying to get past that hump of what? And so so far so good. Like just in one more episode, we're like, okay, all right. So let's let's keep going. Let's see where we get to with this. That's it. What about you, curls? Um, for me, this week has just been we've been, me and wifey been working on that series, Dope Sick. We're on the last episode now, and man, those guys were some assholes. Like they were bigger <laughs> assholes than than I thought they were last week. Um, this like, is on Hulu, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's about how the the whole opioid crisis came about, and um, man, it's, it, it 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 it's funny because when you think drug dealer, you you have this stereotype of a dude on the on the corner, you know, dapping people up, and they're really exchanging money for H or whatever else the hell that that they're selling these days. But these guys were were dope dealers right out of the fucking pharmacies. Like they were that gangster. This shit was crazy. Oh, no, we're we're sorts of people. Yeah, they, they, they. I mean, they had they they it, they were so so cold in it with their game. They had uh, uh, even uh, a, a doctor that had written a script for one of his patients get hooked on it and was having trouble getting off of it. Like it, I was like, "Wow, that's that is fucking crazy, crazy." It's heartbreaking. It's, yeah, I, I have tr- trouble watching stuff like that because it's so true. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it's stuff like that. It is it, the way it all plays out is really interesting. Like I like, I think you guys will like the drama of it all. Um, but there are a handful of sad moments in there. But there's also sometimes where you be like, "Well, damn." <laughs> like, like, how the hell did they go? You know, and you know, it, it kind of ties into if you're paying attention, it ties into how some of our politics works and all of the other kind of stuff too. It's 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 just crazy. It's nuts. Yeah, that's gonna be on my to watch this coming week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for me this week, I watched a little bit of the live action Cowboy Bebop. I will hold off on all opinions until I watch it all, but there are <laughs> opinions. Not not bad ones though. Um, yeah. But I watched last night in Soho, and I really enjoyed it. It's not super spooky because um, I spook really easily, so I kind of like get nervous about when I watch scary movies. So I watched it in the afternoon with the blinds open, 
you know, as much daylight as I can. Uh, but it was very much an Edgar Wright film, but it's beautifully edited. The music is wonderful. The practical effects and the Texas switches are just spot on and beautiful. It, it gets a little wonky towards the end. Um, but y'all know Diana Rigg, the famous Queen of Thorns, Lady of Thorns from Game of Thrones. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's her uh, final performance in the movie. And I thought she, like, the performances all around were amazing. I just think towards the end, especially with the ghouls, it got a little wonky. But overall, like, I enjoyed it. I would buy, I would buy the movie for the behind the scenes on it. But that's been it, interesting-wise. Y'all have anything else? No? Nope. Not really. Well, we don't closely monitor Twitter anymore. If you want to talk about games or interact with us, join our Discord. You can find the AFK Podcast at the AFKpodcast.net. There you will find links to our Twitch stream, YouTube, and Discord. And Curl's Twitch stream. Join our Discord for more PC gaming and hardware discussion. So from me, Curlin, and from Logan, bye. Peace. Peace.